High Impact Influence, the podcast. My name is Randy Cantrell. Greetings and welcome inside the Yellow Studio. Coming to you from Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. Let me direct you to the website, growgreat.com. Happy Saturday. Today is day 18 of our 30-day micro-leadership course. We're now leaning heavily toward a discussion about elevating our leadership in order to establish a high-performance culture inside our organizations. Before we dive more deeply into that, I think we need to make a distinction between management and leadership. We lead people, we manage the work. We lead people, we manage the work. Both are necessary. I put leadership first because the people are doing the work. We all rely on the employees to each do the work for which they're responsible. Fixate on the task instead of the person, and pretty soon you'll have a task that needs to be done, and you'll have nobody who is available to do the task. So it is urgent that we get busy growing people. Now, as we think about leading people and managing the work, I'm going to use a garden as my metaphor for growing people. Great leaders tend the garden well. High-performing cultures are the best gardens in which to grow people and produce better work. And if it were easy, everybody would do it. Fact is, most organizations don't commit to it because it's not how they see the world. Largely, they see the world and their workforce as things to exploit for higher profits. That's not a jaded statement. It's just mostly true. And it's why there's far more talk than action when it comes to high-performance environments. It's also why publicly traded companies have grossly escalated CEO pay in the past 20 years. I mean, come on, greed tempts all of us. And it ruins many organizations from achieving stellar results, both in building an organization or developing people and in building a business or growing revenues and being profitable at some sustainable, predictable rate. Planting a garden and tending to that garden is hard work. But let me offer you some considerations about the payoff. You plant your favorite fruits and vegetables. You make sure conditions are ideal to produce the harvest that you want. Daily, you watch over it. You protect it. You nourish it. And in time, you're able to pick and enjoy all your favorite things. And if you continue to take care of the garden, you will be able to enjoy it year after year after year. Now, people aren't plants, but the principles are similar. We all need an environment in which to grow. We all need protection from the things that would destroy us, the things that would stunt us. And we all need to be nourished so that we can develop fully into being our best. Because the workplace is filled with other people, fulfilling many other roles, and since we don't live or work in solitary confinement, then how we interact with one another forms the environment in which we must work. Toxic is how some people describe their work environment. Toxicity, it might be the result of tyrannical leadership. It might be leadership indifference. It might be that nobody trusts anybody. It may be that nobody has candid, honest conversations. It could be pure ineptness. Many things can make a work environment toxic. This much is true. Nobody grows a great garden in toxic soil. 
and you won't grow great people in a toxic setting at work either. The good ones, they'll hit the eject button. They'll get away from the toxicity before much damage can be done to their life or their career. And the bad ones, yeah, they'll stick around. They'll linger. They will contribute to even greater toxicity. We have to till the soil. We got to turn it over. We got to weed it. We got to make sure it is ready to plant the seeds of what we most want to grow and be aware that the soil for growing greatness is pretty terrific for growing all kinds of weeds too. So if left alone, the weeds, they will thrive in the soil that you prepare. Leadership is not for the wimps who are not willing to withstand the rigors of pulling the weeds, plant what you want to grow. Look for and hire people who are ideally what you want or what you know you can help them become. Not because you're going to impose your will, but because you know that maybe they're not yet who they most want to be, but they're dedicated to putting in the work necessary to become better. Then you feed and you water them regularly. It's your number one job. You got to serve them. Don't be distracted into thinking that the work is about anything else. Mostly don't get sucked into thinking that it's about you. It's not, it's about them. Great players on your team. They will thrive when you surround them with other great players. When you put them in the proper environment to thrive, they will. And likewise, they will grow increasingly frustrated. If you surround them with weeds, unproductive players, Don't make your stars live in an environment where they are surrounded by thorn bushes and weeds. Get rid of the thorn bushes. Get rid of the weeds as soon as possible. In fact, I'll go you one better. The moment you realize they are undesirable elements in the garden, then take swift action to uproot them. Few things will kill your environment faster. Protect your team from predators. Some may be internal. Some may be external. Be on guard. Be prepared to fend off anybody or anything that might get in the way of your employees and their ability to perform well. Your service, remember, as a leader is to influence and to do for your people what they may be unable to do for themselves. You're not there to do their job for them. You're not there to rob them of opportunities for growth and development and improvement. You're not there to prevent them from making any mistakes ever. No, you're there to help them learn and grow. You certainly aren't there to enable them to behave or perform poorly. So set your expectations high, both for yourself and for your team, and then get busy doing everything in your power to help you and your team meet or exceed those expectations. Leading people is all about finding out what they need to get to the next level of high performance. And there's always another level. It's about your commitment and your willingness to remove roadblocks, to knock down speed bumps, to provide the necessary resources, to fend off any obstacles that might stand in their way so that together you can all achieve more. You must be the person that people can trust and look to for help when it's necessary. I mean, otherwise your leadership has failed and you're just now an impediment. You're not a service. Too many bosses, okay, they deem themselves as leaders, but there's a huge difference in being the boss and being the leader, and we'll say more about that as we move along. But too many bosses want to blame the people for failing to grow. They blame the people because, well, they're not getting better. 
when they themselves have neglected to do the work in their own life and they have failed to tend the soil by not providing an environment in which people are even able to grow dead man walking. That isn't simply a description of a prison inmate who's walking to the execution chamber. It's also an apt description for too many people in our organizations who just have yet to find a garden in which they can thrive and flourish. So create a place, create a place that's great, a place like that place where people can grow and thrive and see if you don't find yourself attracting and retaining more people able to perform at much higher levels because, well, you're going to be a leader. You're going to influence everybody toward positive work, positive improvement, and you're going to do for others what they can't do for themselves. Be well, do good, grow great. The website is growgreat.com. My name is Randy Cantrell. Man, we're pushing toward the end here. Tomorrow will be Sunday, day 19, and I hope to see you then.